0: Hi, I'm Vincent Ramirez, and welcome to In the Outside, the show where I talk with bold individuals who are navigating life in the public sphere, out, and proud. On this edition, I talk with Alex Cowles, an independent artist who has a passion for writing music and singing. Coming off of his newly released single Believe, he shares with us his journey from growing up in Mansfield, Texas, where he developed his musical talent, moving to Dallas and falling in love with the nightlife and the people. We discuss some of the rejection he's encountered trying to make it as a musician and what motivates him to keep pursuing his dreams. We also talk about his sexual orientation and what it was like for him growing up feeling different and how now he doesn't mind breaking gender stereotypes not only in his style, in his fashion, but also in his music. Alex shares with us what life is like living in the outside. And now, part one of my interview with Alex Gowes. Alex, thank you for doing this. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you've got a lot going on. I, I I saw you, uh, released a single, Mm -hmm. uh, Believe, right? Yes. Um, you've got some other music that's in the works. So in the works, baby, in the works, Uh, potentially working with a band is uh, something else you're working on.
1: also, um, I had this guy that reached out to me on Facebook. Um, his name's Carl and he has this, uh, touring band called the party machine. It's, Um, part of actually a lot of bands that this like um, overhead company runs or manages and um, the Party Machine is like their younger um, band that does like Motown music like lots of Stevie Wonder they do Justin Timberlake lots of Bruno Mars and um, they do private parties And they just tour around And I auditioned for them And we had a really good time And now nice. I'm learning a bunch of, yeah. of these songs That's nice. nice Yeah, this band So I'm
0: excited about that That is very cool Now, is that like uh, Is that music part of your taste? Like, do you listen you to that know what? type of music On a regular basis? Or I don't I mean, oh.
1: everyone knows uh, You know, can't can't got this feeling Inside my bones oh, Like yeah. Justin yeah, Timberlake and Blink. Trolls okay. I've heard all these songs before And and I love them, but you don't realize how much. First of all, you don't know a song like yeah. the words to a song, even though you feel like you've heard it a thousand times. Right, right. You're like where did this? Where did this first come from? <laughs> so I, it's it's a lot of work um, to learn the lyrics. There's this song "Fireball" by Pitbull. Yeah, yeah, and. It's got this one baby, 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 I'm on <laughs> like, I don't sing that kind of music. Yeah, um, I I never have. Okay. But I can sing it. Okay. And I've learned that. I really had to put myself kind of to the test. And I sat down and said I can either learn these and make them amazing or I can half-ass it. And, yeah. you know, like you, you have to give it your all in everything. And once I finally was able to let go and do that... It, um, I'm actually impressing myself with oh, how cool. I've been able to learn them. Yeah, yeah. So being cool.
0: uh, versatile in the ranges of things that you can do with music is, that, I think, that's a gift. Thank uh, you.
1: Well, it, it's I think more about being open to new experiences and not putting yourself in a box. Because, yeah. like a second ago, I caught myself saying like, I didn't, I don't do this music. But that's not true. If you think that way, then yeah. you're you don't do it. But if yeah. you have an open mind, then you're able to expand and learn new things yeah
0: yeah i mean and a lot of music i mean it has i mean even you know obviously some of the current music and and some of the more contemporary stuff is uh it all has some kind of roots started somewhere right so you probably find a common thread with yeah even the music that you like to listen to or the music mm -hmm. that you like to create probably find uh um some similarities whether it's like the beats or different things like that
1: the lyrics the meaning yeah um you know there's a different perspective for heartbreak for everyone has a different yeah, view and experience with everything really. Yeah. So, um,
0: yeah. I've, yeah. I guess like when it comes to just any type of musical genre, there's always those, those central
1: themes like,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: love and heartbreak, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's country my... music or rap music. Or... Because those are the times that we as artists like to go and, and right because those emotions are so powerful heartbreak is one of the most painful things to go through and and i remember like the last time i had my heart broken i didn't want to sit down and write a song because the feelings were so overwhelming that i like i started writing stuff down and those later turned into lyrics but um yeah really powerful feelings are what i like to write my music about and what you know artists of the past and future will write about too because it's it's something that it's part of the human experience we all go through it so Yeah.
0: yeah well that's cool I mean, uh, well, not cool that the heartbreak is
1: <laughs> there, yeah, but, you know, well, hey, it uh, makes you stronger. At least it's
0: uh, uh, cool in the sense that you can draw from it and find an outlet for that, you know, from that experience in your music. Thank you. Know? It's nice to have a, to have an outlet. It's <laughs> something I've always... Yeah, I mean, it's better than sitting in your room crying, right? <laughs> yeah, in <laughs> or in your bathtub. Or in your bathtub. Home alone, crying about the heartbreak and stuff. I know, did you always, I mean, have you always been involved with music or, you know, from when you were a kid or... Has music been something that you kind of just grown into?
1: I've always been drawn to music. It's it's something I've always wanted to do. I don't remember a time where I when I didn't want to be on a stage, um, singing and performing and inspiring people. Yeah. And so I, I I've always been working at it. there have been points in my life, like right now, where I've worked at it like ferociously and intensely. Right mm-hmm. after I got out of high school was another point where that happened and it's hard to stay in the game when you're not getting a lot of open doors and new opportunities but it's really just about being consistent because this time around I have been able to make so many connections and friends and people that have helped me so you just got to keep pushing at it because those you know those doors will open yeah you just have to Sometimes it takes time. There's you yeah. know dry spells.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine. I mean, you've I've heard from other people who are artists that uh, the amount of no's compared to the amount of yeses. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's. Uh,
1: but all it takes is that one right? Yes. Yeah,
0: it just takes that one yes. Huh? Um, and so, uh, if you don't mind me asking, I'd like to learn a little bit more about maybe your background a little bit. Where were you kind of born of and raised? Are you originally from Dallas?
1: I'm from Mansfield, Texas, mm-hmm. and it's like a small suburban. Well, it's big now, but when I yeah. when my parents got a house there, we were like. One of the first ones in our neighborhood. Lots of land. Yeah. and Mansfield's um, I
0: mean, like, what, like 25, 30 miles outside yeah, of downtown Dallas, like I guess. Kind of
1: generally a 40-minute drive away from where I live now. Okay. And, um, yeah, I made my way over to Dallas after I graduated high school and just fell in love with the city and the nightlife and the music and the people. Yeah. I just... Yeah. I. I found a whole new, like, life out in Dallas, even yeah. though it was only 30 miles away from where I grew right. up. Right, but it's a drastic difference yeah. between Mansfield and I remember the first time... Drive by and yeah. see and the And one of the first times I was here, I was in the building that I live in now, and I just remember thinking, like, if I could live here, like, my life would be, like, set. Yeah. And of course, like, now I'm here, and like, it's great, don't get me right, wrong, right. but like, we're always on to the next like yeah you know it's a climb exactly. so um but it is cool to finally live here because i i just love it yeah it's, it's a so cool it's fun. a cool area i mean it's very so much uh,
0: fun. it's very open you get uh, a lot of variety of people in the area and it's, it's definitely a little melting pot um, probably more historically known to be the gayborhood right mm-hmm. <laughs> gayborhood the, the cedar, cedar, springs cedar, springs, cedar, cedar springs in oakland <laughs> now when you were growing up in like uh, in mansfield and everything were you um, like, were you out and open then? Was it um, something that occurred, like you know, in your younger years or teenage years? Um, I didn't
1: have a lot of friends when I was in like middle school, high school, so I I kind of kept to myself. So I wasn't really out except to a f- a few close friends. Like, mm-hmm. and then I graduated high school early, so I um I just kind of wanted to close that chapter in my life and yeah, start yeah. my new one and. Yeah, after that, I think from 17 on, it just was like, I'm not starting any new relationship with anyone unless they know that because I don't want to have to hide anything or feel insecure about them not knowing a part about me. So I just have kept it like 100 with everybody since then. And honestly, like, I don't even think about it anymore. It's just like a part of who I am.
0: That's uh, that's interesting, yeah, because I mean um how would you describe it? i mean oh, well, i was gonna say i mean in the sense that I kind of growing up in mansfield and and i knowing the area kind of a little bit of what it's like and it's not so backwards in terms of like probably some other maybe areas in mm-hmm. texas where you things are probably a little slower to progress you know mansfield grew pretty fast as a population and, and and environment wise and stuff but it still kind of has um i think areas that are still like that very small time field small mm-hmm. town field definitely field, does
1: downtown mansfield yeah yeah it
0: definitely has that kind of like more historic looking Texas I think would stereotype of what you would think you would see on like TV of what you think Mm -hmm. Texas would look like when you were growing up I mean how would you describe yourself were you in sports were you more of like the drama kid were you just
1: I was just very independent always I've always been very independent and if I do have friends like they're really close friends to me Mm -hmm. and so I was yeah I was brave creative um free spirited um not jaded, and I still try to like keep myself as not jaded as possible because it's easy, and I see people you know friends included that um you know throughout life just become jaded to certain things you know Again. um but you know there's something about like being a kid where you're just like you know you don't know what you don't know any better yeah it's so like the yeah. the best um so I definitely was. I was different. Okay. And I always had a passion for music. I was always trying to learn new songs on guitar and write music about any little thing that happened to me. Because all the people that I looked up to, you know, have... uh, That have had careers for, you know, music careers forever. And they have so many things to write about. And they both have so many experiences. But when you're so young, I remember feeling like, what do I write about? Like... All I have to do is homework and like watch the dishes. <laughs> you have, you yeah. haven't had quite the life experience, but I still this wrote yet. love songs. I still wrote all this. <laughs> you know, um, I did all that just because I wanted to have my own music. I want to put my stamp on something. Yeah. And so I learned guitar and um, took voice lessons, and I was in choir. I wasn't the drama kid, um, but I did do choir. But I didn't really like it. No, it wasn't my kind of music. They, um, I never got to like. Yeah, well, I would do like the solos and yeah, stuff any maybe. chances that I could, but it wasn't. They always were handing you music. To yeah, sing, right? it I wasn't wanna, like you got to. hmm You know, and that's something you have to kind of learn how to navigate, and it's the same thing with this band. Like, it's not the Alex show. Like, you yeah. have to learn how to be a part of a group and how to work off of other people and. That's something I definitely had to like learn throughout my life because yeah. I am very independent and I want to do everything right. like my way. So I've had to learn how to work with other people, but working with other people is like the most rewarding thing because you learn so much about like yeah, no, how to do things differently. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it's like it's
0: also that collaboration too, mm-hmm. working with other artists. That yeah, that's- uh,
1: it's honestly I think it's more fun to work with somebody else yeah yeah
0: well good good I'm uh I'm looking forward to to hearing you in this band it, I mm-hmm. hopefully I get an opportunity to see what yeah. y'all see what you do and everything because I that's I would say that's more so probably the music that I listen to is like the Bruno mm-hmm. Mars or you know that that type of style of music and stuff yeah, I'm listening. i listen, I'll listen to everything though to be honest but uh who would you say is maybe when it comes to your own like um the music that you want to create or the music that you're currently creating um, is, how would you describe that style? What, what's, I mean, is there maybe, uh, an artist that you would say I kind of.
1: Could- yeah. There's so many influences, um, that I've kind of been inspired and fueled by like, mm-hmm. um, but if I had to like pick a select few, I've been really inspired by Betty Who. her music, okay. her last album. think it's just called Betty, like, part one and part two, Mm -hmm. and the music on that is so, like, it's got, like, 80s kind of, like, vibes, but it's also very current, it's just, like, a very interesting pop, like, explosion, Mm -hmm. and it's so much fun, and so I've, I've definitely been inspired by Betty Who, always inspired by Lady Gaga, I think Lady Gaga is my, I know she's my favorite artist, so I, I always... Um, I'm inspired by her. I think A Star Is Born is like the most incredible movie I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like a work of art. Oh. Yeah, I've not so seen funny. it
0: yet, and and yes, I plan to go see it before mm-hmm. it's like on like home
1: video. Yeah, you have to. I've seen it in theaters. It, I've seen it. I saw it twice. Did you really? Yeah, just because I the first time I got so inspired that I got up to write like a verse to a song. Yeah, I missed 15 minutes. But I had to because the movie was. It made me. Oh, gosh. So you mean
0: you were in the middle of the movie and you mm-hmm. got up and, like.
1: Yeah. Just broke away to, to like. And I went and grabbed oh a gosh. receipt paper from the concession stand and no. a pen from the guy walking around with the trash can in the room <laughs> inside at the bar and wrote, oh, the verse to. Actually, it was. um Believe. It was the, uh, the rap and. Okay. Believe. Yeah.
0: And the, the Belief song that you're talking about, it's a, a kind of your, your take on a shared a classic, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's it, but it's, I, I heard it and it sounds, um, I think I mentioned this to you before, is that when I initially heard it, it didn't, uh, I didn't connect to Cher in the beginning like I did not And it wasn't until like I gave it a second listen. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I recognize this song. Um, that's how different it sounds. And that, that was, I thought that was very cool.
1: definitely changed it up a bit the reason that i chose that song to be my you know my first kind of release back into the music world Mm -hmm. this time around is because i was auditioning for the voice and that was my audition song but i did it on guitar and i i i know that like i remember watching the voice and uh, the, all the people that seem to do well would change the songs up and make them their own. Yeah. So I really wanted to to do that. And after kind of breaking down, believe it sounded so cool, acoustic. Yeah. And then once I got into the studio and we started playing around with it and and adding more instruments, then it. Totally lost the acoustic vibe and <laughs> turned into like kind of more what the original song was. Yeah, but we kept like the melody that I kind of changed, mm. and we just built it from the ground up. Like yeah. we literally rebuilt that whole song, and you don't realize how much time that takes, but it's it's a lot yeah. of hours. I,
0: I can only imagine. I mean, it like I said, it sounds not. I mean, not like totally different because I think there's. Uh, there were still elements of the mm-hmm. original song in there, like just some things yeah, that you would like, recognize. But if you didn't know the song before, you wouldn't have ever. I don't think anybody would recognize that it, you know, was like this original. You know, it's that fresh sound. You know, some songs get remade and they sound like almost identical to the yeah. original. You know, this is a very different Same. take. So yeah, that's very cool. So you mentioned that you uh, auditioned for The Voice and things. Well, what was that like?
1: It's an awesome experience, especially when. Like, the, at the point that I had, like, received the email from them. Because um, I had just sent in an online audition. Okay. And then forgot about it. Like, six months had gone by. And then they sent me an email. And they were like, show up to this location in, like, three days. And I'm like, right on. Oh, be, I'll be there. So I got a, my songs ready. I took a few voice lessons because I hadn't really been singing. Oh, wow. For a while. And... Um, yeah, then that one went really good, and then um, it was different this time be- because I didn't have to go to the cattle call auditions where there's, like, thousands of people in a giant stadium. Like, I've done that, like, a few times. Oh, really? Wow. And it's, it lasts all day. It's exhausting. They give you, like, 10 seconds to sing. I've made it sometimes. I've also just been told no, like, immediately. Wow. So, um, yeah, the day's, like... The few times that I got told no, I was like, I just wasted my whole freaking day, <laughs> like in my yeah. parents' time. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. Damn, but... I, well, I've
0: watched shows like American Idol and those mm-hmm. things, and then seen the lines of people, and i yeah. just like, how do they
1: get through all those people? Mm-hmm. It's like an all-day thing, imagine. It is all-day thing, but this time I just got to go to like a nice little venue that, I mean, it was like not much bigger than this apartment we're in right now, That isn't very big. It was oh, like a wow. small building, and it was... Actually, like, off of, um, I don't know, where that LA Fitness is or something. It's like 10 minutes away from where I live, so okay. I, I didn't have to drive to, like, New Orleans. Like I did, okay, like, so you didn't have to go, like, out of town for this or anything? Yeah, wow. I just had to drive, like, right down the street. I don't know a lot
0: of people that have actually done those kind of auditions, so I can imagine those are get pretty hectic and stuff. But
1: Well, I mean, if you just go in and have the right mindset... I think that they're really fun. And that's yeah. what I did this time. I had lots of fun. And, like, I remember I made one of the judges, like, dance. shake her hands in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and they told me that... And this is something after, like, not making it that I've held on to. Like, one of the judges told me, because you have this little box that you're not allowed to leave, it's, like, this, it's like a foot by a foot. Like, you can't step out of this tiny box. Hmm. But I wanted to, like... Make an impression, and so I just like really performed in that tiny little box. Oh, wow. And one of the judges said, We have never seen anybody work that tiny little <laughs> box like you just did. They laughed, it was fun. Wow, wow, yeah.
0: So, um, I mean, uh, so you got through some of the auditions, but at what point did they? I mean, I, I guess like at a certain point, you there's you know, we would have seen you on The Voice, yeah, the so, show, right? So, um,
1: the point. Was it was after an audition that they had just filmed and then they watched the footage later. But, um, like, the way the process works is you go and do the singing portion and then they either tell you yes or no. And then if they tell you yes, you move on and you do, like, an interview where you go and, like, talk right. to them and just spend, like you know 20 to 30 minutes just like talking and that was the funnest part okay it was so the girl I was talking to was like so fun and we were laughing and it just felt like you know like this like I was talking to a friend yeah and then um then you leave and they uh tell you like in a month they'll contact you and let you know Mm -hmm. if you make it to the next part okay and yeah I think like a month and a like half had gone by And I just thought That they had been like Nope sorry Don't worry about we're that one like we're, we're done <laughs> we need to contact him We'll be fine So I reached out To one of my friends That I met At that audition And she's like No I haven't heard Anything either And then She sent me a screenshot Of like an email That she said That she received That said that um, There were so many people And yeah. you've made it To like the top 300 Or something But uh, Due to the incredible talent Which there are You know There's so many Good yeah. singers out there yeah. So totally was not like offended at all i was actually remember being happy that they had reached out to me because i thought that they had just not like bothered yeah
0: like they just forgot who you were <laughs> yeah, and they were like, just yeah. nope
1: don't need that one <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> well,
0: <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, it doesn't sound like you've given up so you obviously have got a, yeah. some, some things in the works and I'm with a single and new music and and possibly with this band and everything so that is cool yeah. so it's good to hear that you've, you've given up on that that's good yeah. you definitely have a, a really nice voice stay tuned for part 2 of my interview with Alex Kautz and don't forget to subscribe to In The Outside Podcast and share it with all of your friends and leave reviews
1: I remember being 14, I think, when I, like, first questioned it, (laughs) I didn't, like, want to be gay, so I tried to, like, be like, no, maybe, like, I'm just a horny, like, 14-year-old boy, I have no idea. I had been considering, like, talking to them at the time, and we were watching Ellen, and he made a comment about her, and I don't remember what the comment was, but it just made me immediately say, Okay, not gonna tell him anything. Oh. I was kind of shy, like, um, when it comes to talking about those kind of things. So, definitely a touchy subject for her. So I try to be respectful of that. Yep. This one guy, me and my parents were leaving, and I was telling them bye, and he came up and started talking to them about like being gay and. It was this really bizarre conversation that should never have happened Uh-oh. and on you i can do that there's <laughs> no